Bueller. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And today we are wrapping up the week talking about minute number 50. Minute 50 starts with Deborah spitting in Rooney's face, and it ends with Cameron celebrating. I called her Deborah because she's not given a name. And much like Dave, I think we can just give her 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 name. I mean, even the if the Dave's name, the actor Dave wasn't really the right Dave either. Yeah. It's like, but screw it. It's Dave. It's Dave and Deborah. There you go. Deborah. So, so, so Deborah takes a sip of her drink. Like saves it in the straw. Mm-hmm. Do you think she like, she must like plug it with her tongue, right? Yeah. You know, you only plug it with your finger and you pull it up. She yeah, plug, yeah, plug yeah. it with her tongue. And then she spits it in Rooney's face and he doesn't react because he knows he deserves it. And, yeah, he takes it. Yeah. I mean, this is... I gotta give him that. This is the tamest reaction she could have had. Right. So. So he'll take it and be like, He'll take right. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she let, he lets Cut it your losses. spit in his face. Yeah, right? He's he's not at the school anymore. He doesn't have any authority any anymore. He's just like another random guy at this pizza joint. So he can't, he can't do anything. She looks so proud of herself. She turns back to her friend who looks much younger than her. That's playing at maybe it's her niece and she's at her aunt. I don't know. Her sister? Sister? Nah. Nah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't either. Or maybe she does have a friend that's younger than her. Or maybe she's just really tall for her age. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So... The we we cut to uh, Rooney's gonna go like wipe his face down with some napkins, and we see our friend the pizza guy who's watching a baseball game, and, and this is footage from TV. from a real baseball game. Uh, this game was June fifth, nineteen eighty five, uh, and it was between the Cubs and the Braves. Um. Even more specific, if you want to get even more specific, the foul ball that Ferris catches was hit by Atlanta right fielder Claudel Washington, number 15, All right. at the top of the 11th inning. Uh, the score is actually 2-2, not nothing-nothing, like the guy is going to tell. So, so Rooney... Rooney is obviously not very good at human interaction. No. He feels like he should say something to this guy, but he doesn't know what to say to this guy. So he asks the guy, like, what's the score? And he's not even listening to the response. It's just, like, petty small talk. So the guy looks at him and says, nothing, nothing. And Rooney says, who's winning? And the pizza guy says, the Bears. The Bears are the Chicago NFL team. Yeah. Rooney doesn't. He's not he's not paying attention. He doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh I didn't realize until I was like I uh, mean, I I don't follow bears. sports. So 
I was probably like a teenager before I even realized that the Bears is like him messing with Rooney. Yeah. Telling him a, a football team. Instead yeah, of instead of a baseball team. Because Rooney's not paying attention, clearly. He minds that he's like being a baseball pitcher when he throws his napkin away. And then uh, on screen, we like push into the screen. And on screen, we see Ferris and Cameron jumping up and down because Ferris has caught a foul ball. Yeah. Uh, in his right hand, because he's left-handed, so he would throw. He would throw with his left hand and catch with his right if he played baseball. Yeah. But then, next week, I guess we'll talk about it next week. Next week, he's like messing with his thumb on his left hand. I think you broke my thumb. Like you didn't catch it with that hand, silly. <laughs> like right, what? What were you doing with your with that hand? How'd you break your left thumb? That you're thinking you broke your thumb. Well, and clearly he didn't break it because he's moving it, and it never comes he's up. He's just being a baby. Yeah. So before we get to the ballpark, because we'll get to the ballpark and we'll see them like we put we cut from the TV to like actually they're at the game as they're sitting down. Um, but while we're still in the pizza joint, uh, I'm just looking at. The, the shot that we have, there are four, like, specialty pizzas? No, I think they're calzones. It says, wrapped in pizza dough and baked in the oven. And they have four options, and it's The Carpenter, Andy Baker, Captain Hook, and Hunter. Hunter, you know, has, like, a lot of meat in it. <laughs> nope, you just have to guess, like, what it, what it would be. I think... I think the carpenter one says meatballs and spaghetti sauce. Uh, Andy Baker says ham, tomato, salami, provolone, and something else. And then I can't read Captain Hook and Hunter because they're they're too small. They're further in the frame, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but they have like specialty items. Specialty calzones. All prices include tax. Twenty five cents extra to go. Oh. Oh, that's two different things. All prices include tax. 25 cents extra to go. So if you order something to go, it's 25 cents extra. I don't know why I'm still talking about this pizza joint. I know. You're just like, because you like pizza. I do like pizza. I would love to get a pizza at this place. Actually, the pizza that's on there, the pizza that's like sitting on the plate when Rooney grabs uh, a couple of napkins, it looks like a Totino's pizza (laughs) that someone just put some olives on top of. It looks like a little, just a microwave pizza. Yeah, like a, like a little a frozen pizza, like frozen pizza you pop in the oven for ten minutes. Oh, that would be awful. That's what it looks like, though. Isn't Chicago known for like deep dish pizza? That's true. Yes. This is. This is not deep dish style pizza. Well, maybe regular. This is regular Joe's. So. This is just regular pizza. This is just yeah, the you most get- basic you can get. That's boring. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've never been to Chicago, but I've there's a there's a a food place down by where I work that makes deep dish like Chicago style pizza, mm. and I don't know, I didn't like it. <laughs> but maybe if I went to Chicago and had like it for reals, I've had some good deep dish pizzas. Or maybe they just make really bad deep dish pizza. So I don't know. Deep dish is not my favorite. But I've also never been to Chicago, so I think I think if I went to Chicago, I'd have to get a true deep dish yeah, exactly. pizza. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you go to certain places that's known for certain foods, it's like you have to eat that. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're here, you gotta eat it. 
Like, you might as well. Might as well. There's only one more big note that I had for this minute in particular. Um, and that is that I really like after, after the girl, after Deborah spits in Rooney's face, um, there's a, 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 you can hear the sound of like when Pac-Man dies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, which is funny. I don't know. Maybe there's a Pac-Man on the other side of the karate game. Right. Karate champ. Karate champ. Maybe someone's playing Pac-Man. But I've been watching a lot of Scott Pilgrim lately, as I do. <laughs> uh-huh. As you, as you and, want to do. And that movie is full of, like, sound effects from video games Yeah. that are in response to something that happens on screen. Yeah. And I think that the Pac-Man dying sound when he gets spit in his oh, face it's definitely is like really, purpose. really nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I just think it's really funny. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing I would expect in a John Hughes movie. No. It's playful. It is very playful. I think that if John Hughes was on, I think if he mentioned, if he talks about it in the commentary, he's like, oh, it's just some stupid thing. Because that's what he says about everything. He's always so surly. He is so surly. Why is he so, why are you so surly about your own movie, John? Oh, I really do. This is my, I think this is absolutely my favorite John Hughes movie. You would think, like, hey, I'm recording a commentary. Let me be nice. Like, no. Let me talk about what I had fun doing. No. Like, nah, that was a, this stupid thing. This thing was stupid, and this thing was stupid. I don't know why people like this guy. Like, come it's on. like, jeez. Like, he just didn't get his own movie, I <laughs> Right? That's like, that's no fun. Aw. Poor John Hughes. Uh, we gonna continue what we were talking about last okay. uh, yesterday, last minute with. Uh, do we want to do we want to return to the 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 shipping that Scott has introduced us to on the Ferris Bueller? I like the it. Save Ferris Society. Yes, everybody join the Save Ferris Society, and you can jump in on this conversation. But yesterday, Scott reached out and mentioned that he thinks that Jeannie Bueller and Cameron Fry would be a good couple. And I... And then went on to explain. Yeah, that he thinks that, like, later in life they'd be a really good couple. Like, once they've both grown up a little bit. I think that I like that better. Victoria, we, we mentioned the kind of, uh, like, bumping into each other, like, years in the future. Like, they haven't really seen each other since high yeah, school. Yeah. Because they're not... He and Ferris aren't hanging out every day. Went to different colleges. Yeah, or whatever. Actually, this is pretty late in their school year. So when he says that they're going to different colleges, they probably already know that they're going to different colleges. Yeah, yeah. They've already gotten whatever acceptance letters they're getting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I think I can see that, like them getting together like later in life, like meeting up again and then... It's all serendipitous. The two of them kind of responding to each other's heightened personalities. His... Anxiety and her... No, her anxiety and his depression, I would say. Right. A little bit of both. They would kind of ground each other, I think. They would they would both go to therapy and find out that all of their problems root from Ferris. Root from Ferris. <laughs> Aw, do they cut Ferris out of their lives? No, it's what Scott says. At family gatherings, they just give him the business. They're just... Give him the business? Give him the business. They just pick... They just attack fairies like oh it's all your fault like oh that's messed up i don't like that. I have healthy <laughs> no. relationships no if if anything they'll be able to like make sure he does never gets his way again 
in, instead of him, instead of Cameron being an enabler, it'll be a, like, no, like, <laughs> let's not do your idea or no. let's not do what you want to do. Oh, that means that makes me think of, of Ferris in the future as like Gary King from the world's end. <laughs> oh, he just like never changed. Oh, no, I don't like that. That makes me really sad. Uh, he never grows. Just That's just him. <sighs> Poor guy. So at family gatherings, like, he's with Jeannie now, and they just show up and they're like, no, like, oh, we're not gonna... when Cameron says that he thinks that he's a fry cook, he actually thinks that he's a fry cook. Like, he's not gonna amount to much. No. Poor Ferris! He's better than that. Come <laughs> on. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that face that Cameron makes, I made it the display picture from that minute when he's trying to His get... His eyes, to eyebrows are just like... It's really <laughs> funny. Okay. He, he looks so pleading. Pleading. So that was this week. How do you feel? It's my new favorite couple. Your new favorite couple. That's my new favorite ship. Next time we see either of them, we'll have to talk more about it, I suppose. I like this. Guys, join that conversation on the Safe Fair Society. If you like what we're doing here, if you like the minute format, uh, please go check out moviesbyminutes.com. There's so many other Movie by Minute shows, starting with, of course, the makers themselves, Star Wars Minute, that inspired, I think, all of us. Uh, right. All of yeah. us. And then there are a ton of it's, other it's, ones. There's so many good ones, I can't even rattle off the list of what I'm listening the to because there are too many. They're the maker. The maker. Thank the maker. Thank the maker. Oh, my gosh. C-3PO. <laughs> Once uh, more. Uh. Okay, R2. Let's wrap this up. Oh, gosh. Beep, boop, beep. I can't do an R2 for worth a damn. I know people who can. I cannot. That'd be amazing. Because I can't whistle and, and do any things like that. Aw, that's sad. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. That's okay. I guess R2 is better than Chopper from what I've heard. You make Chopper wow. sound like he's very, he's like, very grumpy. grumpy. I could... <laughs> no, no, you're so mean. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, you're no. more you're more R2 than Chopper. At least that's something. <laughs> that is something. <laughs> Chopper's like like a grumpy cat. Like a grumpy cat. He's grumpy cat. He's grumpy cat. There you go. In droid form. In droid form. Doesn't oh, I like form. that. I can, I, I can get on that. Yeah. And he's got yeah. this kind of like whoop, 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 whoop <laughs> sound. It's weird. I like that description that you give of his sound. Yeah. It's, it's funny to me. All right. Now that we're not even talking about Ferris Bueller. I know. I know. Donkey Shane. Yeah. Yeah.